everybody. Welcome to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue by issue retrospective on Nintendo Power magazine. We are digging into volume 55, which is December of 1993. A little bit of housekeeping business. Uh, you may have heard before that we're switching to a season format. So this is actually our season finale for the 1993 issues of Nintendo Power. We'll be taking a break for about a month or so, and we'll come back with 1994 season, which will be another yeah. back-to-back season. I am your host. This so part, we will keep. We will be putting out episodes. Quiet you. Room, so, yeah. <laughs> This is part one of our season finale, just so you don't think you're going to have to wait a month to hear the uh, the second part of this issue. Oh. That's what you should do, actually. You should. Just oh. split. On a cliffhanger. <laughs> so in case you couldn't tell, I'm Ben. With me, as always, my co-host, Mike. Hi. And John. Interrupting John. And we have a ste- an esteemed guest here, Sheldon Brown. Welcome to the Play With Power podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. And uh, now, where do you, where are you from, exactly? Um, I'm currently in Brampton, Ontario, Canada. Um, if you don't know where Brampton is, it's just outside of Toronto, which I'm sure you've heard of. Um, originally, I'm from Newfoundland, Canada. So, uh, for some reason, I'm expecting a lot of Newfie jokes today. <laughs> I don't know many. <laughs> is, is Brampton named after the legendary guitarist Peter Brampton? No. <laughs> uh, sure, no, why not? No, no. <laughs> no it's, named after, it's named after that place in Missouri. <laughs> Branson. <laughs> Wasn't that that boy band from the nineties? That's where uh, that's where Yakov Smirnov performs these days. Mm. Branson. Uh, I've been to Branson in Soviet Russia. <laughs> You've been to in Branson. Soviet Russia outdated comedy format amuses you. Yeah. <laughs> Benny said you've been oh, to yeah. Branson many times. Why? Uh, well, because, <laughs> Why? Uh, you know, I uh, had uh, two sets of grandparents that ended up relocating to Tulsa, Oklahoma. And the most exciting, oh, okay. you know, place to go to for a family vacation in the summers is Branson, Missouri. Ugh. You go to you go to the theme wow. park there, Silver Dollar City. Wow. <laughs> the Silver Dollar was the name of the strip club across the street from the bingo. <laughs> it was actually pretty fun. I just... <laughs> I just have this idea of like a, a Christian theme like amusement park. Like this is don't touch yourself, like <laughs> the Crown of Thorns roller coaster ride. <laughs> and here's the cornflake bed. You get, <laughs> you, get, you get nailed at the end of this ride. <laughs> it's the Jesus experience. <laughs> the log splash and baptism ride. <laughs> You can, you, can, you can go to the hand and face painting station for your own personal stigmata. <laughs> yeah, the log flumes in holy water. <laughs> no. It burns, it burns. It's somewhere between that and like squeal like a pig. So. Oh, okay. It's right, it's well, right up there. That sounds like my kind of vacation. Yeah, it's good stuff. You can get pork rinds fresh right there, you know? Oh, God, I've never eaten a pork rind. I have no interest in eating. I've eaten one, <laughs> and no, I did. No. One was enough. I would eat them by the bag full when I was like doing Atkins. Seriously, I'm like, Rip. <laughs> no <laughs> carbs, and it's like chips. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite moment all, when all you're that, on all Atkins. That fat greases my arteries, so that so all, all, the, all the carbs just mm, slide right through. Yep. <laughs> I was living with Ben when he started at least one of the runs on Atkins. And so about a week in, his uh, current wife, for, uh, girlfriend at the time, was like, what do you want to eat tonight, Ben? And he's like, a bushel of churros. <laughs> a bushel. <laughs> what? A bushel. I want it to fill my entire mouth. 
you, you gotta love the Atkins diet. Only the Atkins diet could have a list of vegetables you're not allowed to have, but hey, eat all the uh, deep-fried pig skin that you want. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's no carbs. That's right. Uh, all right. Bacon's so, good for you. speaking of uh, things that are delicious, what, oh, wait, wait, actually, we got... Yeah, we didn't hear yeah, about, about Sheldon. Yeah, sorry. So, Sheldon, tell us uh, about how you found out about the show. Um... Well, actually, it got um, brought up to me by a friend of mine that uh, we just got on the topic of Nintendo Power one day because we both used to have uh, subscriptions back in the day. And uh, he just mentioned, it's like, hey, I think there's a podcast um, about it that he, when he was searching through some podcasts, he just happened to see Playing With Power. So I decided to check it out. And uh, I've been basically listening to it ever since. Mm. When, when did you find Sweet. out about it? Oh, about uh, three months ago. Oh wow! So you're you're a newbie, but you've been catching up. I've been yeah, I've been listening to uh, to a, trying to listen to a couple of episodes a day, like every weekday. Oh, wow. So <laughs> he's yeah, he, it's we're his background track while he's at work. Okay. So if if your bosses notice a drop in production, uh, you can probably attribute. Well, it. no, actually, it speeds up my production <laughs> because I use this to drown out the annoying people that are all constantly talking around me when I'm trying to work. So. <laughs> So we can annoy you instead. Yay! <laughs> well, there's a difference between annoying and entertaining annoying. <laughs> so, so. I'm going to say, you got to be really tired of my voices at this point. I don't want to know too much about what you... But, like, don't be too specific, but what, what do you do? What do, you do? Uh, well, I work in the uh, head office of... Um, of an insurance company, actually. Okay. Hmm. So not exactly exciting, but, you know, it pays the bills, so... That's funny. There's I actually work in there. insurance, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's money to be made there. That's mm-hmm. for sure. So, uh, what do you? what's your internet presence? Do you have an internet presence? Do you, is there any projects you've got going on? A YouTube channel, Twitch, Facebook page? Um, well, I have a Facebook page that I run. It's called Review and Replay. Uh, basically, it's just a forum for all things nerd. Uh, we showcase anything in the realm of pop and geek culture. Basically, we post whatever happens uh, to interest us day to day in regards to that theme. Uh, so if anyone's interested in that, if you'd like a daily geek injection to your news feed, just uh, search Review and Replay and give us a like. Cool. And how, about, how often do you post? Uh, usually it's about once a day, unless like something, uh, you know, we'll just, it could be anything from some video that uh, we, we found interesting. Uh, if a new game is released or movie that we've watched and reviewed. And uh, if not, we'll, I'm sure we'll uh, come up with some simple meme that we enjoy and uh, throw that on there. Thought, thoughts on the Switch? Um, I haven't actually played it yet. Uh, everything that I've seen about it so far has looked good. Uh, I know, I think, seven people that's had it, and they've all given it a big thumbs up. Hmm. So definitely going to be checking that one out soon. Cool. And if and if you're listening to this because it was posted on his Facebook page, you can give us a like, and we can be your workplace distraction. <laughs> yes, that's right. All right. Any 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 other presence? Any like grinder profiles or anything else you want to put out there? <laughs> grinder. That's the uh, that's the uh, sandwich enthusiast uh, app. Yes, right? <laughs> you're one of us. Yes. <laughs> but you get you get some kind of meat. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget uh, right. the headline on like the New York Daily Post after Jared Fogle was like uh, sentenced. Mm. It was like Jared Fogle to be facing uh, seven inches from inside jail. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
That was uh, the whole Jared Fogle thing. That was another thing that the you know the whole thing about Simpsons. The Simpsons have an uncanny uh, way of predicting things. <laughs> <laughs> right, like they predicted Trump as president. Yeah, and, a bunch and of they also said because I remember watching an episode of The Simpsons years ago, and uh, they said something about some kind of weight loss program. I think it was like that. And uh, Homer said something like, "Oh, you mean the, like the guy from Subway that used to be fat, but now he's just creepy?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, here's what it was. I got it wrong. It says, "Enjoy a foot long in jail." <laughs> why do you? Why does the? Why does the media have to be biased against people with collections of child porn on their computers? <laughs> <laughs> this is sad. Fake news. Sad. sad. <laughs> anyway, yeah, am, by the I way, know, uh, officially, child porn is terrible. I'm, that was just a tasteless joke. Yes. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, back when I was doing stand up, I said that uh, he was sentenced to jail for 16 years, so just think his next girlfriend's being born right now. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's not bad. That's pretty good. All right. Yeah. So are we ready to dig into the issue at hand here? Oh, sure hell thing. yeah. All right. We've got Disney's Aladdin on the cover for Super Nintendo. Uh, and, this uh, game uh, is great. This movie is great. I'm, like, so excited for this. This cover is, this cover is pretty awesome. We get to see Jafar just giving Iago the eye. Yeah. And Iago's, Iago's looking at him pissed off like, if you do that thing with the with my cloaca and the Vaseline again, there's gonna be feathers flying. Yeah. <laughs> I actually made it, my first, my very first note that I made when I was looking at this uh, issue last night was I really don't like the way that he's looking at the parrot. <laughs> he's giving him the he's eye, he's got his hand on his hip, you know something's about to happen. I yeah, he's pu- he's pulled a John with him. Mm-hmm. Gilbert Gottfried is just like I'm not getting uh, intellectual co- copyright to this, so I'm pissed about me not this cover. <laughs> <laughs> you put the bird in there, but you don't let me speak. <laughs> Why? I have a lovely voice. <laughs> Do you remember the joke he made to get fired by Affleck? He like oh, what was he made that? It on Twitter it was like right after that like nuclear plant like. Melted down. Oh, Fukushima, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, what in Japan, if you want a new girlfriend, just wait till one floats by. Yeah, oh or something God. like that. Oh, or the, no. yeah, the beachfront property is coming to you in Japan or something like It was yeah. something like that. Really? That it was, yeah. That gets you fired yeah. from your job as uh, doing the voice of a duck on a commercial? Yes. Wow. Yes. It very, when, you're, when you have a uh, worldwide, uh, you know, uh, corporation presence they're not too big on that kind of <laughs> yeah, so. not. Jason Alexander Jason Alexander didn't have to fuck up to stop voicing a duck <laughs> did I tell did I tell what, a story what, about oh, I'm sorry was that duck man yeah yeah oh yeah. I didn't realize that he did the voice for that until just now yeah um, he, oh yeah, it was fun. Oh, fuck, I love that show. Oh, that was a great I show. Did I, that was great. Did, I say, did I tell a story here about um, how Disney gave Robin Williams a Picasso because of Aladdin no. Okay, so Robin Williams agreed to be the genie, but mm-hmm. he said, I don't want to be first build. Like, I, like, yes, obviously people will know it's me, but, like, I want the, like, the movie to be sold, like, on its merits. I don't want it to be, you know, Robin Williams is Aladdin. Like, so they, he was like, I don't want, I don't want the genie to be prominent in any of the mag, in any of the advertising, and I don't want, um, you know, I don't want it to be, like, really prominent that I'm on this movie. 
And so the Disney agreed, of course, because they wanted. I mean, he, it, it's one of Robin Williams' best roles. Like, I just love everything mm-hmm. about. Oh yeah. I think I, the weekend after he died, I was I went and watched Aladdin, and I was like tearing up just because mm. like how great it is. But yeah, well, Chris Hardwick's uh, tweet was "Genie, be free." Right. Oh, um, right in the field. So the main, yeah. the main, yeah, that scene like brought me unglued a little bit, but um. The main poster for the movie for the theaters was like a giant ominous genie overlooking like every so like Robin Williams freaked out and was like, "Come on, guys! You like broke my promise. Uh, uh, you broke your promise to me." And like the C- the CEO of Disney like found out about it because he didn't realize that, that was like part of their agreement. And he found out that they'd broken their agreement with him. So like it, as a consolation, they actually sent Robin Williams like. A Picasso they had they'd gotten at auction or something like that it was worth like well over a million dollars just to say they're sorry wow. <laughs> Though I'm sure they made it back that you know that and then some on the movie, but still sure. kind of like a weird story like collected connected to this movie so hmm. uh, What else we have the was it ca- it's called the cave of Wonders cave wonders, wonders. That's right. sort of melting down so we got, Yeah, Aladdin's flying out in the carpet <laughs> It's being submerged into the sand, and Aladdin's coming out like, "Did I hear? Did I hear something about somebody fucking a bird? Can I see?" <laughs> <laughs> he's he's here for the show. And Jafar has his uh, serpentine staff, of course. So. And we have a uh, what's the type of bug called? It's like a cockroach. Scarab. 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 With uh, it says Super NES Clay Fighter is also featured, and then there's a big sticker in here that says, "Look inside for the hottest tip of all." Whoa! Yeah. Oh, we didn't we didn't get that one on our scad. So it says, <clears throat> see the inside. Oh, you didn't see that part? No, no my scan is like water damage. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so like right over part part of the cave of wonders there. So it's, Nintendo yeah. wants to play just the tip with us. And they're they're <laughs> being very specific. They say, see the Inkai cover for details. And on the inside, mm. there's a photo of this guy with a massive schnoz. And he says, "Wow, that's not an R scan at all. So no. you got something special." Oh, really? I think I got a renewal yeah. one. I'll oh, because <laughs> it says, "Honest, I would have renewed by now." And it's this dude that uh, he kind of looks like a—he's got a shaving, like a sports guy or a military guy. Mm. He's got this big ass nose, like Pinocchio, and he's kind of looking all smug, saying, "Go away, your brother. You bother me." Um, and it says, "But my big brother used my renewal form for a hanky." <laughs> and then uh, it says, "Don't let this big brother blow this one," and it's pressuring you to uh, renew your subscription <laughs> to Nintendo Power, and it even offers you a hologram Mario keychain for just four dollars. Oh, see, I don't have this one. I'm actually, I actually have a, uh, a physical copy that uh, that I got when I had a subscription way back in '93. Oh, hey. Um, Sheldon, mine, I have to congratulate you as the only other person <laughs> besides myself to actually have a physical copy of the magazine to read from. So, what? Thank you, thank you. Hey, all the cool kids had a subscription to Nintendo Power, didn't they? That's all right. the coolest kids back in junior high. Get up play with power. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it was just me. <laughs> so what do you have on the inside cover there, Sheldon? Mine, actually, I have a... Um, it's a... Um, order form for a gift you could send it a, get a subscription as a gift to somebody hmm it's because it's uh it's a very i think this was december of 93 mm-hmm. um so it's very holiday themed oh, okay and in the scan version we have the the suit with the this year friends 
this year get a uh, friend wrapped up in the club, the the stamp club thing from. Yeah, yeah we have we have we have John's Christmas present, a fourteen uh, year old headless boy wrapped. Yeah, up. that's what I have. I was like, what the hell? There's like a decapitated body wrapped in Christmas wrapping paper. Oh yeah, we saw that last hey, time. Apparently, haven't gone to Christmas at my house. That's just how it goes. <laughs> Too old. <laughs> It's so fresh, so clean. <laughs> clean. <laughs> okay. So All right. Next page. We've seen this ad last time. It's the advertisement for the Super Mario All-Stars and Street Fighter 2 Turbo strategy guides. So we're going to move on to the table of contents here. Coming up on this issue, for Super NES, we have Disney's Aladdin, NHL Stanley Cup, Clay Fighter, Daffy Duck, the Marvin Missions, Battle Cars, and the Super Scope Roundup. For Game Boy, we've got Tom and Jerry, Frantic Antics, Mega Man 4. And then for the NES, we have Mega Man 6 and Tetris 2. So, Mike, what's going on just, with just, our... What's up? Just to, answer, just to answer all the questions that were left unasked at the end of Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Finally. Tetris as well. Tetris the number two, not Tetris T-O-O. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's where Tetris's evil twin comes along, and they have to, they have to decide <laughs> who's going to be the king of the block. Tetris 2, more Tetris. <laughs> it's the same thing, yeah. So Somehow we convince you to spend 50 bucks. Starring Rihanna for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. Tetris 2, more of your money for no reason. So Mike, what's going on with the adventures of the boy and his Malamute? Okay, well, it looks like it looks like the, the Malamute and his boy seem to be uh, teaming up against evil Astro Boy Jughead. And uh, they got their Game Boys holstered like guns. Like they're ready to take a duel at 10 paces and turn around and zap each other. And uh, the boy yep. and his Malamute are sweating. The stakes are high. They don't really know what they're up against. And the robot, of course, having no emotions, is not scared. <laughs> Very good. Let's move on into right. the Player's Pulse mailbag. Uh, and it's a Street Fighter 2 Turbo yep, Showdown. And for the, uh, for the banner, we got apparently uh, Marty McFly playing his Game Boy. <laughs> Yeah, it's got that same uh, Letterman jacket That life on, preserver vest pretty much. thing he has going on. Yeah. And uh, supple behind. So they say, uh, back in volume 51, we asked you to tell us which Street Fighter you thought was the baddest of them all and why. We knew this question would draw numerous responses, so we took a tally of the votes. Chun-Li and Ryu came in on wait, wait, top. Wait, 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 wait. What? Should we pick who, are, who we think before we read uh, all these? Or... I just gave the answer. Chun Li and Ray came out on top, but it was too, too close a race to call. Now let's take our yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't wait. That doesn't, that, yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, exactly. I, we can still say who are. What is it? The question: Who is the baddest of all? The baddest tree okay. fighter. I don't know. I think I, I think I'd go with Zangief. That guy looks like he can like fuck a car. <laughs> you like the underwear? He's a big you dude. Like the underwear. And I don't think you. I don't, I, if he tried to rape your car, could you stop him? No. Okay. I love that that's where you go with this. He beat you with the car while he's fucking it. So. Interesting kind of porn that Mike watches, apparently. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at the guy. He's like eight feet tall. Do you think a, a woman can accommodate that? Not, as they say in his land, yet. <laughs> I don't know. I. Uh, how about you, Ben? Um, me, I think back in the day, I thought uh, Vega was a badass. and I liked Vega quite a bit. Uh, but I think over time, my, I think the most lasting character for me has to be Chun-Li. Okay. Oh, those mm-hmm. games. The baddest one for me would probably be Blanca, just because he's a giant Brazilian green monster, and that's just 
I don't know what's going on there, but it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked playing as him because I would just like every time a guy got near me. Yeah, zap. I, <laughs> zap. I, Blanco was always my favorite for that reason too. Because as soon as someone got near you, you just do that uh, electric attack, and it was easy to pull off. The electric turtle, from what I uh, what I can remember. Sheldon, what what about you? Are you a Blanca yeah. fan as well? Yeah, that used to be my go-to guy. As long I'm as not- the moves were easy, anyone that had moves that were easy to pull off, because I was a bit of a spaz <laughs> when it came to fighting games. Uh, so. mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. All right, so let's read through these. I'll do the first one. We have uh, Tony, and he gave himself the nickname of SF2. Shiyu from Memphis 10. Ryu is the most well-rounded fighter. I asked 30 people this, and 19 said Ryu. The others picked Ken. The only thing different about them is the speed and who's stronger. Yeah, that would be it, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Sheldon, will you take the next one? Sure. Okay, so here we have Malcolm beat him in a day fine from Woodstock, New York. And he says, every well-educated person should know that if you want (laughs) results, choose guile. Yeah, that's what all the PhDs are spending their time on. Um, (laughs) He's the most versatile fighter and can destroy a fighter on the ground and in the air. Besides, you gotta love the hair. (laughs) Okay, John. Uh... Shun Li is the best. Her thighs could squeeze my <laughs> neck, and I would asphyxiate a happy death. <laughs> By Meredith Bernance of Plymouth, Connecticut. That's not what she said. <laughs> Her best moves will defeat anyone, and with the clitoris, she is unstoppable. <laughs> I like again? the idea yeah. of a, I like the idea of a lesbian gamer fan writing it. <laughs> John took it in a good direction. Uh, that was like uh, I think I've, saw, I've seen many memes or gifs about uh, Black Widow, uh, Scarlett Johansson. It's like, oh you, there's like a, a gif montage where so, you know she it shows every single move where she uh, attacks someone with her smothers. legs and like smothers, smothers a guy with her cooch. Yeah, with her box, and it's just like <laughs> that's how I want to go out. You know, it's like a, a henchman. Right. I want I want like her muff in my face, just like choke me out. <laughs> Mike, you got the so, next one? Okay, so we got Ryan Fighter Holloway from, Man- from I guess, John's favorite place, Manasses, <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> that one brought Ben Unglued. It says Manasses. Well, it's Manasses, but yes, all right. <laughs> so it's... Uh, I know where I'm going on vacation. (laughs) Manasses, Virginia. Woo! Okay, so he says, I found that the flash-kicking guile consistently wins the most fights. Even though I personally prefer Chun-Li, I can't wait to get SF2 Turbo so I can cream guile with Vega. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's John's, uh, I guess John's waiting for that, too. That's how they do it in uh, Manassas. (laughs) (laughs) But, Mike, you said it wrong, uh, because, you know, cream is in all capitals, so you're supposed to yell it. So I can cream guile with Vega. There you go. He wants to get. He wants. <laughs> he pulls down his pants. He's got that little. He pulls down his pants. He's got that little Casey Jones mask on his dick. <laughs> he's just ready to just rip it off and show you the monster. Lovely. All right. Next up from Sean Kelly from West Long Branch, New Jersey. 
Uh, Gael, Ryu, and Ken are most skilled. Are the most skilled world warriors and consistently win more matches. That's all you had to say. Sheldon, next. Okay, from Nari Man, Austin, Texas. Chun Li is by far the most skilled player. Her lightning kick is easy to do and is extremely effective. Her high jump, or high jumping, makes it easy to avoid others' moves and easy to attack from above. The whirlwind kick will take any opponent by surprise. What more can I say? Chun Li is the choice. And we get to see a picture of her looking like a combination of Minnie Mouse and the Thinker. Mm-hmm. Okay, did, did, John? Was it? Go ahead. Uh, oh, I was just going to ask you. Did you guys ever see? Um, I don't. I have no idea what it's from, but from some movie where um, it's like a fantasy sequence where. Um, Oh my god, Jackie Chan is dressed as Chun Li. He's what? fighting some guy dressed <laughs> Yeah, Jackie Chan did some Street Fighter movie. Yeah. He but did? he played he played Chun Li yeah. in this fighting scene. Oh my god. And he does the lightning kick, right? Yeah. Alright. It's like the best and worst CGI ever. Yeah. You you, you <laughs> it's the best be of the watched. worst for sure. You have to Google that. Yeah, to Google that sometime. Now, if we ever come up with them, uh, if we ever add like a movie review podcast, Jackie Chan's Street Fighter is definitely going to be in like the first five. <laughs> okay, John, you want to take right. this one on? Is it is it the Middlesbrough one? Yeah, Lindsay. Yeah. So another another Lindsay Johnson of Middlesbrough, Kentucky, or KY Jelly, <laughs> writes in saying Chun Li is the best Street Fighter because. Her thighs are so big she could choke me out and I would die a happy death. <laughs> Her moves are the easiest to learn and she's unique. Being the only one fighter, plus she's a good reason to avenge her father. She's a strong fighter and can jump off the wall, an ability no other fighter has. Chun-Li is awesome. So we have some so another some more feminist uh, support for Chun-Li. Mm-hmm. Oh, someone was clearly cr- craving that Black Widow action, but you know, Chun-Li was the only uh, outlet for that back then. When our question was asked, Street Fighter 2 Turbo was just becoming available. Now, Vega can jump from the sidewall and his excellent flying wall kick as well. Or wall leap, sorry. All right. Mike? Adam Grand Mason from Nashua Nick says, Dalsam is definitely the best. He's not, only the th- He's not only the thinnest, he can outstretch his body and breathe fire. So, NH, is that from North Ohio? New Hampshire. <laughs> New Hampshire. <laughs> New Hampshire. Then we have the last one is from Brian Lambrecht from Elmwood Park, Ill. Who is the best fighter? I does, don't. Does, does he have a license to get there? <laughs> what? License to Ill. Beastie Boys? I guess. Okay. <laughs> All right. A little stretch. Who is the best fighter? Just like Dulcim. Ah. Uh, who is the best fighter? I don't care. I play against anyone with any player and I obliterate them. I like to use different players that are a challenge to use. A match with me using Chun-Li or Blanca is over too soon to be victorious, as usual. So try using different characters that you've never used before and master them. That sounds like a Trump player. <laughs> I don't care. If any time I play, they're losers. Every time I'm on the play, losers. when I'm playing, there's losers. Always. Sad. Okay. And then, uh, John, you want... Tell us about the uh, contest winner here. Uh, sure. Let's see. Um, Devin Kennedy from Portland, Oregon, was selected as the lucky grand prize winner of the Players' Polls contest from Volume 49. The Palace at Auburn Hills 
Just outside of Detroit was the location of WWF SummerSlam, televised on pay-per-view. The event draws thousands of pro wrestling fans, and Devin brought his mom and his cousin, Ian, uh, along for Wrestle... or for SummerSlam, sorry. Uh, part of the prize package included meeting some of wrestling... Uh, meeting the wrestlers and playing WWF Royal Rumble against them. Devin got first got in the video ring with Razor Ramon and promptly proceeded to body slam the bruiser without mercy. Tatanka was Devin's next victim. The match was closer, but it was clear that Devin would again emerge from the ring victorious. So, they they got beaten by some nerds uh, at video games, which is (laughs) shocking. (laughs) There's a nice insert picture of Razor Ramon's like choking both kids and doing his like look with the with the is he still alive or is he dead yep no he's still around he's alive oh that's good scott hall yeah he's still around okay oh scott hall's razor ramon okay yeah man all right i don't this is uh shortly before he switched over to uh nwo wcw yeah okay i didn't realize that he left his name behind when he came over to wcw like I, i i hadn't connected them as the same person so yeah well they own the the rights to razor ramon yeah so yeah i got I he just went it. by his real name but <laughs> so like just, hulk hogan so they just kept, pulled a paul like, walker and just brought in his brother to be razor so like hulk hogan can go between but like because that's his name is that is that the difference like he was hulk hogan before he came to the wwf so it's like he already so he came in with his name trademarked yeah it's like they didn't create him you know what i mean okay he just joined them like Kevin Nash was like Diesel in WWF before he switched over to WCW. So okay, and then Sting was never in WWF. So there you go, because <laughs> he was too busy jamming with the police. <laughs> <laughs> Different Sting. So let's move on to our first feature game, Disney's Aladdin. <clears throat> so based on the uh, hit. Disney uh, cartoon movie is actually my favorite uh, Disney animated film. Um, I'm not a big fan of a lot of them, honestly, um, from like growing up, but I, I always love this one just because of the comedy involved. Um, but I, I really could not stand the song in it. A whole new world! Because it played all the freaking time when this thing was out. Uh, radio play got w- too much radio play. Yeah. You think they would have had like, uh, yeah, it would have been nice if they played like the genie song or something. Yeah. You ain't never had a friend like me. Yeah, because that one's more fun. Whole New World's a little sappy and gets old pretty quickly. So it's a platformer uh, mm-hmm. from Capcom. So you ha- you know it has to be good. Disney and Capcom together. And um, you play as Aladdin and I think every level. And um, he's, it's a really fun platforming game. Um, there's a lot of like, little tricks you do with swinging, hanging on at ledges. Um, you can jump on guys' heads and do little tricks and stuff. It's the password system is is just fucking great. It's pictures of the characters. <laughs> no, no <laughs> grid with like bingo discs or any of that shit. It's just you know we get to see four slots, so they're easy to remember. No twenty six character hex keys, and just you know. Characters, there you go. So if someone tells you now, Jasmine Genie, Abu Aladdin, there you go. Is it, is it this game or is it Lion King that's like ridiculously hard at the end? Um, 
This one was pretty simple from what I remember. I think Lion yeah, King okay, was yeah, yeah. Lion King like, beat Scar. You. Right. Yeah, you can't beat Scar. You have to, like, get him to the edge and throw him over, but if it glitches and he doesn't come at you, then you're stuck with him, like, swiping at you without doing the lunge. And <laughs> I mean, this, was, this game was still a challenge, but it was a fair challenge. Um, Ooh, I did okay. beat this mm -hmm. game as a kid. I actually... This is one of the few okay. games where I completed it, and I took the took the time to actually take a physical photo of the <laughs> the, the the end game over screen <laughs> to prove I had beaten it because I wanted to send it to Nintendo Power and have my name printed. Oh jeez! <laughs> did you ever make it? No, didn't make the cut. Uh, no, it does have a nice uh, beginning. It tells you where the story of Aladdin came from, telling you that. Uh, the legend of Shahrazad, wife of an Amerif wife of an Arabian king, was sentenced to die. Was sentenced by him to die at dawn. Boy, you know that's why I'm glad we invented divorce. Because back then, if you wanted to get rid of your wife, you had to get rid of her. But <laughs> that's why they came up with the stoning. <laughs> ah, she cheated on me. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's, She's yeah adulteress. what's the law? Stone her to death. Yeah, that's the it. The law. The the law is in like some Islamic countries is you just have to go into like a public square and say divorce three times and then you're like officially divorced. Huh. It's with rocks, weird. right? I you have know. to say it with rocks? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to spell out divorce by throwing them at her face. Is that it? That's <laughs> that, that's their hallmark. Say it with say it with stones. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it says so e uh she eluded death by telling him a story every night and leaving the ending until the next morning. So eager was he to hear the ending that he allowed dawn to pass without the execution. After a thousand and one nights and a thousand and one tales, the king granted her a reprieve, and thus were spun the tales of the Arabian Nights. Amongst them was Aladdin. So the game begins with Jafar sending the ill-fated Gazim into the Cave of Wonders to retrieve the magic lamp. The cave, however, swallows him up. Roaring only one person would be allowed to enter. A diamond in the rough. A description that fits Aladdin well. <laughs> so then we get to meet the characters. Aladdin, Jasmine. Excellent, uh, you know, Super Nintendo. Excellent graphics. So, of mm -hmm. course, it looks just like the cartoon. And we get to see the neat tricks mm -hmm. like the flip kick. Where Aladdin basically uh, pulls some WWF shit. <laughs> and takes out a, uh, a merchant. <laughs> And then the glide, where apparently he takes out his turban, which he doesn't have, and he just uh, glides all around. You know, you know, the only item he carries is his pants oh. that look the same color, but yet he still has them when he's sailing. Though, I guess the idea of him, like, <laughs> parachuting naked over the city, it's, it would have been hilarious. <laughs> it says he they, uses yeah, a rug for this. So that's supposed to be Literal parachute pants. Oh. Come on. I, I think they really missed a great opportunity to uh, to use the uh, parachute pants mm -hmm. that he's obviously wearing. <laughs> that would have been a good one. Does he's like, huh, can't drop this. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so they're just going through uh, the level levels here and sort of teaching you about uh, where the different yeah, you can, things are, what you, you can need to do. You can throw apples, which is pretty darn cool. And then you get to see uh, bonus games starring the genie, which you haven't met yet. But, you know, I guess that's fine. And then we get to see a nice little cutscene from the movie where... Uh, he takes up this merchant with a scimitar and meets Princess Jasmine, and we get to see a close-up, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yep. uh, the the boss at the end of this stage is the guy with the scimitar. 
who represents the guy chasing him in the beginning of the movie. He's the king of like the royal uh, head of the royal guard, I think. In Is the he? Movie. Okay. Pretty sure. I thought he was just a merchant. Do you guys remember? Do you guys actually remember um, this scene from the movie where this level right, takes place? Right, like when place? he's running through the market. Um, he steals bread, there's, right? Yeah. Yeah, he steals bread and he's being chased by the guards. But he, So when he's escaping the guards, he crashes through a window right. in one building. There's a and, uh, he sur- Yeah! <laughs> it wasn't until I was an adult, I actually watched this movie as an adult, that I realized what was going on there. Like, he crashes through a window and he's surrounded by some, like, very scantily clad, beautiful women. And then he gets chased out by, yeah, like, an totally, older woman. There's... And they make a crack about right. him being poor. <laughs> I had no idea until just now. My childhood's ruined. Disney threw a brothel joke in there. That's fucking great. Yeah. Because I saw, <laughs> well, I saw this movie in my 20s, like, you know, years after it came out. And when I was watching it, it was on TV and I was watching it. And when it got to that scene, I was like... Holy crap! That was a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not it, it's not spelled out, but it is very strongly implied. So that's funny. Yeah, right. and then we get to see, uh, you know, if you enjoyed Battletoads, then you get to go on a magic carpet ride, and the, as the mm. cable wonders starts to implode. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Sheldon is saying no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Every time, any video game I've ever played where it comes to a scene like this where you're, you know, flying along or driving something while you got to avoid obstacles and just, ugh, really? Not a fan of Battletoads, huh? I'm a fan of Battletoads except for that scene. I don't think I ever got past that level. That's really hard. Yeah. That's what separates the boys from the men. Like, I I kind of was on the fence about it. Eh, I guess it wasn't that bad. I remember beating it until, like, John and I actually, like, played it before we recorded the issue about it. And then after that, I'm like, oh, fuck that game. (laughs) Fuck that. Fuck everything about that. Yeah. After a whole day of trying to get by that scene, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'm done playing Battletoads. Yep. Yeah, it's one of those things you remember it fondly, and then you go back and play it, and it's like, oh, my God. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. What One thing that you would say about this game... Uh, more so than maybe any other Disney game it, is it captures the feel of the movie just incredibly well like the animation mm-hmm. style mm-hmm. Um, oh it was, it, it was very well done it was a beautiful yeah. game for sure mm-hmm. so. really good music too yeah like if you're going yeah. to go back and play one Capcom Disney game I, I would say you should start with this one that would that would be where I you know come really over it. over DuckTales uh, I mean like on the move, like of the like movie run, like beating the oh, I based you. on the on the movies, yeah, yeah. yeah. On this one or the Lion King for sure. Yeah, right. Lion King was pretty darn great. I enjoyed the hell out of that. The stampede scene was pretty awesome. And, but uh, so. we get to see. Uh, then you go through the genie stage, which is uh, if you like the cloud level from Super Mario Brothers, but you thought I'd like to see genie in it. There you go. <laughs> And then right. uh, we get to see uh, later stages, like the Pyramid, uh, Jafar's Palace, and uh, Ben's favorite level, the uh, the whole mm. new world stage. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. I think so I had, else? at some point as a child, I had entirely different lyrics for that whole song. <laughs> what were well, they? I, um, I think I did a good version of that song in the earlier episodes. <laughs> Nintendo a, World. <laughs> yep. So next game we have up for a feature is the NHL Stanley Cup. So I got a chance to play this before uh, we recorded. Yes, I did prep. Wow. Um, 
And I gotta tell you, this I don't know how people play this game. It takes With a controller. On a um, third person <laughs> perspective from whoever has the puck. Mm-hmm. So if you are playing single player, you're doing it from the perspective of the other team's person who has the puck. And when you oh. take control of the puck, the camera immediately flips to the third person behind your character. Mm-hmm. It is impossible to keep track of what the hell is going on. Oh, camera vertigo. <laughs> yeah. I knew a lot of people that had this game. A yeah. lot. Are Did we not like talking it? about the fact that the game has the Hartford Whalers and you can take them to the Stanley Cup? That is the important. That is the important part of this game. The whale. You can bring you can take the, whale the whale to the cup. Yeah, exactly. What? It's the from Hartford Whalers. It's from Mallrats, where uh, the okay. guys, where Jason Lee is playing Sega. Yeah, and, and his, his girlfriend's girlfriend, like trying to convince him to mess around or whatever, and he's like, "You don't interrupt the whale on their quest to the cup." <laughs> Only here could the could the whale ever make it to the cup. Mm. That never <laughs> the happens. Best. The best uh, heart for whalers thing was uh, whenever there was a, whenever they would st- score a goal, they had this song called like Brass Bonanza that they would play. So it was like this like 1950s like horns like it's like really weird, super weird. They play this like Brass Bonanza every time uh, that someone would score a goal. So. But then they became the Carolina Hurricanes, and nobody cares about them anymore. Uh, so I'm looking at the Eastern Conference with Hartford, and it's one of the lowest teams. It's the worst team, second, sadly, to the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, um, I was just the checking. This version didn't have the whale. It didn't have the uh, the Senators in it because they wait, were wait, talking wait. about the loser team making it to the Hush. playoffs. Hush. Sheldon is speaking. speaking <laughs> no, of. that's okay. You guys, this is your puppy. I'm, all, no. I'm just a guest. It's all good. No, no, no. You are the it's guest. A, it's a sports <laughs> game and Mike's talking. Up. Mike is bringing nothing to the table. So <laughs> well, I was just going. looking at the stats because they, uh, as Mike was saying, they show the stats for um, mm-hmm. for all the uh, teams. Yep. And um, uh, like I said earlier, I, I grew up in Newfoundland and uh, mm. 90% of the hockey, pl- hockey fans in Newfoundland are either a Habs fan or okay. uh, a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. So right. I was just looking at the stats compared to in 1993. Um, they were pretty even, except for the goalie. The, goal- <laughs> the goalies outranked each other. So in 93, the goalie for Montreal would have been Patrick Waugh, I believe. Uh, 94, it was, he was the Nordiques goalie. In 94? But this is 93, right, I think? Well, it's 90, This is the 94 edition. Okay. Patrick, all right. You're, well, you're the only, I'm the only sports guy, so it's either, yeah, Patrick, Patrick, Patrick Roy. <laughs> uh, let's see who Sacrament. he played for in, uh, played for the Canadians in the Avalanche. Oh, you're right. It, is, it wasn't yeah. a goalie. Yeah, and yeah, he, he played for the Habs until '95. Sorry, I, I thought he was because I, I knew he played for the Avalanche, and I knew the Nor- the the Nordiques became the Avalanche. I was just assumed that he'd been on the Avalanche or on the Nordiques. Sorry, that's my bad. That's right. <clears throat> and the Maple Leafs, I think their goalie in '90 uh, at the time '93 '94 would have been Felix Cujo. No, Cujo, not Cujo. Felix Potvin. Potvin. Yeah, that sounds right. Because Cujo was later. Cujo was later, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to compare the two to see who had the advantage in uh, 
at the time. And the Cujo, the killer dog, was on the ice? His, his, yeah, his he was, was a Cujo. great goalie. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, he's going to... <laughs> he, he just, just ate the puck every time it got near him. Just his name was uh, Curtis. Jo- his name was Curtis Joseph, so they just combined the two and got Cujo. Nice. So the famous goalies at that point in time would have been uh, Le- uh, Le- what's his name on um, the the Devils. Um, uh, Wayne Gretzky. Ah, no. <laughs> Paul Nina Gretzky. Ma- Mark Martin Brodeur and Martin Brodeur, <laughs> yeah, Brodeur was the goalie for the. Check out that Instagram. And then, and then uh, who else would have been? You know what I'm uh, talking about? Oh, uh, what's his name? The old uh, Edmonton goalie that went on to the Blues. Um, um, you know who I'm talking about? He was, he was, yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> I can't oh. think of his name though. He played uh, with freaking Gretzky. But yeah, you can see. Oilers. Yeah, uh, Andy was, Moog? Was it Moog? No. Um, Grant Fuhrer. Fuhrer, yeah, that's it. Grant there you Fuhrer. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, the great one is on the Kings in this game, so you, you oh, can see their, their skating is like five stars. My yeah. heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if, even if you're not a sports person, on 30 for 30, they have... Um, it's a series ESPN did about their movies that... a bun- They went out to a bunch of different directors and said make a movie about something in sports that you're passionate about. And so there's a lot of movies that are sort of loosely connected to sports, and then some that are more so. One of the ones that's more so is called King's Ransom. It's about the trade between the Oilers and the Kings where where uh, Wayne Gretzky uh, left Canada and went to Los Angeles. It's really well done. Like, even if you don't mm. like sports, it's, it's, it's worth watching. So if you're looking <laughs> for some, like, something good to see, uh, I, I know it's on Netflix, so... I'm not sure about Canadian Netflix, but King's Ransom 30 for 30. Look it up. It's, uh, it's, it's worth your time. We only have movies about beavers on Canadian Netflix. <laughs> well, and I only, watch, I only watch movies with beavers in them, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was Specifically zombie beavers. I was an 80s kid, and uh, mm-hmm. so I grew up during the big Gretzky era. Right. Uh, I was, I, like, you know, most kids my age were Oilers fans. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that was that was rough, man, when the great one left for Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the other uh, teams here. Apparently, the only one that's slightly better than the Senators by one point for skating was the Edmonton Oilers. In other words, Gretzky's team. Yeah. When did he leave? Well, was it 94, 95? Gretzky left in like 88 or something. What? Gretzky trade. Yeah, it was before the 90s, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's why the Edmonton got. That's why the Edmonton just tanked. And apparently that's where... 88. St- oh, I picked it like a fucking scab. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we get to see... Yeah, that's why they're uh, number one in uh, skating. Uh, less an offense. Just one less mm-hmm. an offense, but damn near perfect. And of course, if you're a Coyotes fan, you'll have to play as the Jets in this game. So, But Winnipeg <laughs> has the Jets back now. When, so. Yeah, I was going to say, the Jets are back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right, uh, enough hockey. <laughs> I can tell we've left... Uh, Mike and Ben in the dust here. <laughs> Is Ben even still here? <laughs> ben can be there. I'm kind of contributing. Ben's like sports ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was one team worse worse than the Senators. The Mighty Ducks. The Sharks are pretty bad too, yeah. Hmm. Two stars that's across the, the board. Um, the Mighty Ducks that, that's uh, was this this is when they uh, lost Emilio Estevez as their coach, right? <laughs> that's why they I was so like, bad. I was like, Emilio! They had Goldberg <laughs> out there in goal, like, as a 13-year-old kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> the one kid, uh, what, the 
the kid that ended up on Dawson's Creek trying like trying triple deke on people. Vanderbeek. No, uh, um, what's Charlie his name? Or um, I, Charlie in the movie. I don't know what his actor Pacey. name is. Whoever Pacey. the guy who played Pacey on Pacey. Uh, yeah, that's right. So, I, I'm a little sad that I know that he ended up. Is on he Dawson's the guy in Fringe? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> that's the manlier way to remember him. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I've never watched Dawson's Creek. I just like to put that on record. <laughs> I, I actually didn't either. For this show to be over. I mean, I knocked out a couple knuckle children to Katie Holmes or whatever. Is she on Dawson's Creek? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Who was the chick, hot chick on Dawson's Creek? Was it Katie Holmes? Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes was on Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Sweet. I'm nailing the Gretzky trade dates and people I've masturbated to. All right. <laughs> Once again, I'd like to state for the record that I've never watched Dawson's Creek. <laughs> All right. He did, well, Speaking. It, it doesn't count if the sounds off. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of super manly games, we have Clay Fighter. This game's fucking awesome in a like awesome weird way. Yeah, um, I remember renting this game, liking it. Yeah, I've never played this game, but I was as soon as I saw this in Nintendo Power, like back in the day, I was fascinated by it because, uh, well, it looked like a decent fighting game, but also I was always a big fan of stop motion animation. So yeah. this was right up my alley. This this looked great. So was I. Really, I was I was waiting for like a secret level with the California raisins in them. <laughs> yeah, there's really no way to describe this game to someone that hasn't played it. I mean that that is a good way. Like it looks like if someone made a fighter with the old California raisins. Like mm-hmm. it's just bizarre. Like there's weird blob and clowns and Viking women and just yeah, all kinds get, of you like. You get to be Frosty versus Gumby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, an el- there's a there's a claymation Elvis called Blue Blue Sway Goo who like throws his gut at you like because yeah. he's a he's the fat heroin Elvis like I mean it's just oh, oh yeah well let's just go <laughs> through I think I need to go play I think we need to play this the next time we hang out Ben mm. yeah let's just go Maybe through all not. the names because these are good there's bad Mr like Frosty <laughs> you did yeah, not Mr. like Frosty. this game no it's like sl- kind of slower and like just weird it's sort of nonsensical but it's like, so weird it's like we- it's uh, it's interesting yeah. in its weirdness I think you have to be like tripping balls to enjoy this uh, yeah well I'm Samuel... always on at least like a half dose of PCP so dude there's yeah. a Pulp Friction reference in here mm-hmm. Bad I've got Mr. some uh, uh, um, oxy we can smash up there oh. you go yeah Bad right. Mr. Frosty <laughs> It says here, he has his way and he wins the Clay Fighter tournament. Things will get mighty chilly around Clayland. He thrives in sub-zero temperatures. He's bad, he's cool, and he's no one's fool, and he shows no mercy whatsoever in battle. Bad MF has more bulk than the average Clay Fighter. MF? Yeah, I told you, there's a Pulp Fiction reference in here. His bad MF. They snuck a bad motherfucker joke in here. That's his name. Someone Nintendo Power s- stuck that in. That's he's called Bad Mr. Frosty, and they, yeah, Nintendo but the Power creators, snuck Bad MF, bad motherfucker. Yeah. Someone would had like snuck a, a pre. Uh, There's like that prequel meme, meme thing in on 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 Reddit where like people make memes about the Star Wars prequels, and like a guy was talking about how he went with his friends to see the one of the ones with Samuel L. Jackson as Mace Windu, and mm. uh, like there's a scene at the end of the movie where Anakin's talking to the. Uh, Jedi Council, and uh, Mace Windu says something to him, and he and um, <laughs> and Hayden Christensen responds with what, 
and someone in the audience goes, "Say what again?" <laughs> <laughs> you talk about the ba- you talk about the prophecy of the one that will bring balance to the force. You believe it's this little motherfucker? <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay, so the next one is Taffy, which is obviously a Gumby ripoff. It's, oh, they uh, even yeah. say he resembles Gumby in many ways. Nice. Unlicensed Gumby. That's, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and they even have their likes and their dislikes. So, Bad Frosty likes snow, hates fire, wants winter, job, snowplow, motto, chill. I think a motto <laughs> is more than just, like, one word, but... And then Mr. Taffy, he's got... Fi- he's got... Uh, Moves like the taffy whack punch, where he's giving Elvis a. Uh, hey, that's the same. I have a sex move. I call that. <laughs> it involves <laughs> like three laffy taffies and a roofie. Oh, I thought that was. I thought that was the name of uh, the. I thought that was. I thought that one's name was the taffy factory. <laughs> <laughs> and then the crunch punch, which that's uh, also a sex move. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a bigger fan of the taffy tornado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so oh just going in there, you know, mouthful of taffy is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the so frozen fist. That's when you get the you get your handful of popsicles and you just go to town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you put your hand on a, uh, a bag of frozen vegetables and then you start getting frisky with the lady. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's yeah, like the so dirty Eskimo. Have you ever done that one? <laughs> no, uh, don't. The, the correct no. term is the dirty Inuit. <laughs> no. You don't want to. You don't want to know what the dirty Eskimo is. I know what it is. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Mike, do you do want to? Yes. I, I, on behalf of all of our listeners, yes. So you take a shit in a Ziploc bag. Oh. And you put it in the freezer. Oh, no. And you once it's hard, you use it as a dildo. Oh. <laughs> I just knew it would get that bad. Okay, yeah. so you got the Taffy Whack kick, which is basically a... Taffy Whack is basically a dulcum. And then we get to see Tiny, who is uh, basically like a, essentially a, a living tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> That's what he says. Yes. I am not a tumor. I am a human being. <laughs> so tiny, tiny plastic, to, pre-plastic surgery. Yeah. Tiny so is definitely Arnold Schwarzenegger if it was indeed a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> he looks kind of like Optimum. He's Oh my goodness. Okay, Loose so way it's... goo has to be my favorite, though. I no, would so play. Uh, oh, yes, about... we are. Nope. Move along. Uh, Tiny likes well, colors, hates wimps, wants fights, job flexing, and motto destroy. Blue sway goo. 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 Do anything, but don't step on my blue sway goo. He's not the first Elvis impersonator. Oh, yeah? Uh, one thing I just wanted to mention about Tiny, uh, in the picture underneath... Uh, oh, so somebody did want to talk about Tiny. Well, I just want to talk about this one Good picture. Um, the Sucker Punch. What is that lion about to do to Tiny? In Playland Fighter, Lion is Zangief, Tiny is Car. <laughs> I think it's that level they're on. It's the Coliseum. I think he just mm. part of the background. And um. it's just... <laughs> it happens to be that looks like he's grabbing him by the hips and yeah, there's probably like either if push, ready to do a conga line or ready to to hump him. If you push, <laughs> like I think if you push the, your like your opponent to the wall, like there's a line there that like leaps out and gets you because oh, okay. you can see it from the other side too. That it looks like it's a bestiality video in the medicine ball, like it's mountain mm-hmm. earth. <laughs> 
So. Yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah, so we got, yeah, the line here is basically pulling a, uh, you can say, just call me the end of the line, King, because I'm hard. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> Moving along, we also have Icky. Icky. Well, no, we did. Now we're finally talking about Blue Suede Goo. You finally got what you wanted. We want to so, move. He likes He's, music, hates Helga. Wants we don't guitar. care about what they like. Just Jesus Christ, Mike. <laughs> so he uses his hair as a blade. He can Let's he can whip his he can All whip right. his hair just like uh, Jada, just like little what's her fuck Smith. Well, he's my, got my hair back. Willow Smith. Yeah. And then he's got the humming attack where he can uh, assault you with musical notes <laughs> and then gives you the belly buck. So he just slams you in the face with his gut. He's got uh, the, the hairstyle of Elvis times Marge Simpson. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just this giant uh, with shelf a, coming up. With a fair bit of Cameron Diaz in Something About Mary. <laughs> yes. uh, this would have this basically would have. This basically would have been what Elvis would look like if he had hadn't died in the seventies and he lived until nineteen ninety three. Right. It's probably good that he died of a massive heroin overdose. Like he would not have aged well. <laughs> I thought he died. Of I mean, he already shit. he already wasn't already <laughs> aging well. But do you remember? Uh, do you guys ever see uh, that Dennis Leary comedy stand up? Uh, it's called No Cure for Cancer. He did it in the early Uh-oh. 90s. Uh-oh. He has this whole bit on like Elvis. He's like, do you remember how Elvis died? You remember how Elvis died. He died on the toilet with his last piece of King the Remains in, in, the, in the crown. Right. <laughs> okay, so next we got Ichabod Clay. Mm-hmm. A uh, basically a combination ghost uh, Jack Skellington thing. And he has fights like, well, he likes night, hates day, wants night. His job is fright, and his motto is run. And so he's definitely uh, taking the cue from Stranger Things. And he's got a, a move called the Haunted House, which we don't see what the fuck that is. I think that's his level, not a move. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So then we get to see Ecto Punch. He's got the Ecto Punch, the Ecto Ball, <coughs> and the Pumpkin Butt. And the Teleport. Pumpkin butt is not something you really want to see in a girl. <laughs> speak, for, speak for yourself. It's got those weird stretch lines that just come right down, or you know they're wearing underwear way too tight, and they've got the pumpkin butt going on. Yep. No, the only seat pumpkin I want butt is is the anal incest video. <laughs> the only seat I want in her butt is what? Mine. Pumpkin kin butt. Oh. oh. <laughs> I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna make Newfoundland jokes. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think that wasn't? Uh, and then uh, we got Blob Purely evil, highly intelligent He believes he is the true essence of clay And knows that he will emerge as the king of the circus Is so Blob he's the like one from that, from that game A boy and his blob? He's pretty yep. similar looking <laughs> Yeah, And he likes clay, hates hair Wants clay, his job is clay maker And his motto is bounce He's got the clay spit The clay stomp Where he just turns into a boot and just curb stomps everybody and then the clay blade where he gives Helga the most intimate boob job. <laughs> you motorboating son of a bitch. <laughs> and then the Blob seems like the boob. late the phone they phoned it in for this guy, it feels like. Yeah, they're like crap. Yeah. We, have, we, we need another we character need and we and we only have a week to get it in the game. What do we do? Right. Alright, Blob. 
Yeah. And then and uh, he seems like the final guy, but there's two more. There's Bonker, a uh, he's basically like Buffo, the, the the strongest clown alive. Which is yeah, a real he looks. Thing. He's like carrot top if, in claymation. Is what he looks like. If you like. look him up, Buffo, yes. the strongest, cl- the Bongo, the uh, the strong clown. He's like this muscled up guy who performs at charities for kids. Nope, carrot, not searching car- that. I do not carrot, want that anywhere carrot, near my Google search history. Carrot top is the better analogy. So yes. anyway, all right. Yeah, he's carrot and top. And then Helga, the and Helga is a giant cutting cartwheel in like bonker bump. Mm-hmm. And he hates right, pies, Valkyrie. likes pies, hates crying, wants buzzers. His job is clowning, and his motto is play. And then finally, Helga, which is a full-on Viking killed a wabbit type girl. Mm-hmm. And she has the Valkyrie ride, in which case she basically uses Elvis's... She bites Elvis's style by throwing her ass at him. And then she's got the Viking ram, where she basically just pulls a uh, flying headbutt. There's a lot of... There's a lot of innuendo in this game. I, I appreciate what's going on mm. here. Yes. I don't know if we have to describe every single one of them in full detail. Well, we're right. at the end here. They have a nice little uh, feature here about making of Clay Fighter. Yeah. They actually made these clay figures and then took uh, photos of them to capture the images for the game. Uh, you can see they've got uh, Helga in like a double kick pose there. You've got the pumpkin guy. And I love the uh, the freeze frame of su- suede, uh, blue suede, <laughs> blue suede goo. goo. Yeah, sticking his tongue out with his gut hanging out there. Yeah, it, could you imagine like trying to balance this game? Because like you'd have to work the game out and then go back and like animate the balance moves. Because the fighter doesn't work mm. if if it's not like well well balanced as far as like what what counters what so right man the logistics of making this must have been really difficult sorry oh, mike exactly. i'm like i know i'm keeping you from talking for like five minutes mike's like spinning around like ah, yeah i got so much stuff to say all right well so, we have, all we're right. at an hour and some trying to we're trying to get through a little bit faster here well it says here like taffy was so thin the types of material used to construct him had to be stronger than simple ordinary clay but blob could be made out of regular clay and there was approximately 70 different blob models made. So just one character required 70 models. So they put a lot of work into this. Mm-hmm. And I think it came out well. And moving came on. out weird. <laughs> Next game we have is Daffy Duck the Marvin Missions. Oh. Did, you, did you play this one growing up, Sheldon? I did, actually. I rented this one from a video store for a weekend. Wow. I had to get, honestly, I rented this uh, game, not because of Daffy Duck, but as soon as I saw Marvin the Martian, he was always my favorite Looney Tunes character, so <laughs> as soon as I saw him, and, and like just looking at him right now, it makes me laugh, just seeing him, you know, that classic pose, you know he's saying, oh, this makes me very angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good impression, your voice does sound a little like him, so yeah, I, I want you that. to know that I am very disappointed. <laughs> I, so I yeah, I always really enjoyed any of the Marvin, uh, the Martian, mm-hmm. uh, like just it, his humor and style were very, very well done. So I'm I'm in agreement with you there. He's one of my favorite Looney Tunes as well. Oh, he's mm-hmm. such a weird looking character. He's got the Roman gladiator helmet, a uh, ballerina, uh, a toot, uh, like a green tutu, and uh, basket and like basketball sneakers. Yeah, that, and that shuffle combos. walk he does is great. I love like, like the quick, the, the quick feet just like shuffling so quick. I don't know, yeah. just really enjoyable yeah. character. So Sheldon, yeah. tell us about the game. Was it any good? 
It was uh, the game itself. Like it was, uh, it stuck very true through the uh, the cartoons. Like uh, you remember uh, Daffy Duck as Duck Dodgers. Mm-hmm. In the twenty third and a half century. <laughs> That's right. So it was pretty. Uh, it stuck to the game, to the cartoon, pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. The controls were a little bad because Daffy used to do this thing where when he'd fire his gun, he used to bounce backwards from the recoil. Mm-hmm. Like they did it for comic effect, but you know, if you were playing the game, you wanted good controls. So I think right. that's the only thing that I found annoying about it. Besides that, um, it was actually pretty good. Hmm. I I played this game too. Fucking loved it. You collect all these weapons, and like if you, I think you can repeat a level to get more uh, to get more uh, currency. Yeah, I think so. And I think doing so, you can upgrade your weapons to get like amazing stuff, so that the rest of the game is cake. Hmm. Oh, you, hey, it's so good to fight the different. Uh, uh, what the heck were those names of those Martians? The the instant Martians just out Insta- of water. Ins- instant monster or instant Martian? Yeah. Yeah, they're on. They're on the one of the scan pages here. I think it's on the back of the poster. Maybe I'm not sure. They're like the bird-like looking things. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just add, yeah. It's like just add water and like they like they, a whole bunch of them sprout out of nowhere sort of thing. Yeah, I think they had that where you, it would show scenes of like him leaving seeds and then like he would just breeze by the screen dropping water and then they would morph into these things that you have to fight. Mm-hmm. So, great game. I would play this again. Okay. Okay. So, centerfold poster. Do you want to break off yes. on this? Maybe. Hmm? Then we'll break on the on the middle here. Yeah, yeah, let's do the poster, then we'll take a break, and we'll come back with Nestor's Adventures. Okay, so the centerfold poster is uh, for Mega Man X coming soon to your Super NES from Capcom, and they've got Mega Man X here. They've got Zero. They've got Sigma. They've got images of all the robot masters from this new Super Nintendo title, and uh, I this game is amazing. We'll get to that when we cover it. But it's a great poster, poster too. The, really yeah. good. This poster is freaking epic. I, I don't know. I still have the poster. I don't know why because this definitely looks like something I would have had hanging Put on up. my wall at the time. Right. Uh, this is and and you knew you're in for a treat because the enemies don't end in man. This yeah, is how that's you right. Really know something's something's well, and new. The colors are vibrant. Like just everything's really good about this poster. So that, uh, yeah, make the artwork the artwork reminds me of Speed Racer, the old Speed mm-hmm. Racer cartoon. Yeah. Yep. It's got that the feel cl- to it. The classic anime style. Yeah, it's classic anime style. They finally gotten their shit together when it comes to the art for the Mega Man series instead of having the 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 horrible uh, cover art for the first few uh, Mega Man yeah. games. Where they basically you know, they, like hired someone off the street and like didn't tell them anything <laughs> about it. Like here, figure out how to. <laughs> You've got forty eight hours. He's got, got a here, draw a picture. He's, he's got a draw picture of a robot. Things. Draw a draw a picture of a robot with a gun and a human face. Right, <laughs> but but the face has to look like he's constipated. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you're looking for a really cool Mega Man art, like uh, the middle of issue fifty-five here, uh, it's about mm. page thirty something, I would guess. But yeah, all right. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and uh, take a break, and uh, we'll come back with the second half. Uh, I want to thank our guest uh, Sheldon for coming on, Sheldon Brown. Uh, how would you like people to find you? Oh, I'm easy to find. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Sheldon J. Brown. And, of course, I can be found on Facebook uh, on the page Review and Replay. And uh, on my personal Facebook page, just search Sheldon Brown. You'll find me. Uh, but you'll, you'll find 100 Sheldon Browns, probably. Uh, mine is the one that has a profile pic of the drunk shirtless idiot on a beach drinking from a coconut. That would be oh. me. 
Or uh, you've, you've posted quite a bit on the Facebook group, so you know we could they could they could see your posts in the in the Playing with Power group as well. Would be another way, another way. That's right. Yeah. So look for that same profile picture in the Playing with Power Facebook page. Excellent. Um, okay, and if anyone wants to reach out to find the hosts of the show in between uh, episodes, please find us on Facebook.com/slash Playing with Power Podcast. And if you'd like to sponsor the show and help uh, help us pay for hosting and keep us going, please go to patreon.com slash playingwithpower. Uh, special shout out to our guest, uh, Sheldon Brown, for helping us out with that as well. Uh, thank you for being a Patreon donor. We appreciate it. And um, I'd also like to ask you if uh, anyone would like to help but doesn't have the currency, please go into iTunes and write us a review. That would be super helpful. Uh, if you're looking for older episodes or future episodes, you can find it all on our website, playingwithpowerpodcast.com. And uh, last but not least, if you'd like to reach out to Mike, he's on Twitter at getthepower88. Thanks and, a lot uh, for listening. Wait, wait, yes. wait, wait. It's also, it's tripod month, apparently, is what I'm hearing on a bunch of other podcasts. So I don't think we're officially involved with it, but the uh, the whole idea is that... Uh, Go go to your friends and family. Only about ten to twenty percent of the population actually uses podcasts, so a lot of people don't realize that they're free and that they're easy uh, to get your hands on. And uh, so, if you can show someone, if you if, you know if you have some friends and family uh, that aren't aren't using podcasts, maybe suggest a few. Maybe this one. Maybe you know something that they're interested in. There's so many out there, as I'm sure everyone's aware. Uh, you know, go and try to uh, get people more involved with these this this medium because it really can be uh, great for people. And and if we can get a few uh, you know a few more people out of the the general population uh, involved with podcasting, I think it'll it'll be great for everyone in general. So please uh, go go help people f- uh, find podcasting in general. It would it would really help everyone out. Yep, and it's available pretty much on every device system imaginable. So right. It's, it's it's not like they don't have access to it. Of course, right. you've got I mean, Apple with iTunes, Google has Google Play Music, or you can go straight to Stitcher, get the website or app from there, or you can just look at it straight on our website. Right. Uh, Obviously, if you're listening to this, you know accessible. how to do it. But go go help someone you think might not know how to. They, there's probably some stuff they would enjoy. So please do us a, do us a favor and at least try that maybe. And lastly, thank you for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power.